When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, up in Sullivan County, a.k.a. the Catskills. Some call it the uh, Jewish Himalayas, others call it the Irish Alps. Whatever you refer to it as, oh boy, the old-fashioned Grossinger's Hotel and Catering Hall went up in smoke. Whatever was left of it. Poof! And it took five, count them, five fire companies working six total hours to extinguish the fire. Now, Grossinger's had been closed back in 1986, so it had decayed over the years. It was in bad shape, but this fire just completely obliterated it. We still don't know from the fire marshals what the reason was for it, but ironically, it occurred on the very same day that would have been the seventh birthday, 70th birthday of Patrick Swayze, the star of Dirty Dancing. By the way, most interesting thing is the guy passed away too early in his life, dying of pancreatic cancer. We remember the struggles that he had. Now he would have had a much better shot at living with the kind of chemotherapy and the kind of precision manner they can use to eliminate the cancer. But back then it was a death sentence. So here it is. Would have been the 70th birthday, Patrick Swayze. Grossinger goes up in flames, the last remnants of it. There's no more Browns. There's no more Concord. There's none of the other great places that people used to go to up in the Catskills. They've all been eliminated. The um, Trotter Track in Monticello, gone. They turned it into a flea market. I don't know what's happened to it now. Right on up, the short line bus up Route 17 of Sullivan County. But the other important thing, with uh, Dirty Dancing is that we're doing a full documentary audio feature on the greatest of all time, the G-O-A-T, spinning top 40 stacks of wax, our own cousin Brucie, who came home, came home to WABC recently when John and Margot Katsimatidis of Red Apple Media brought him back to the place which he is most renowned to be. And we're going to celebrate his life and times. And we're going to bestow upon him the greatest of all time. But a lot of people don't know that in Dirty Dancing, Cousin Brucie had a part. He was the magician who actually, as an illusionist, was sawing Jennifer Grey in half up on the stage at Grossinger's. And every time that Jerry Orbach, her outraged father, was in the car haunting her because... He didn't want her to have anything to do with Patrick Swayze. Every time he turned on the radio, what was on? Cousin Brucie, W-A-B-C, or back then, W-A-B-C. So it's the passing of an era. Down for the count is Grossinger's. Patrick Swayze, dead too long before his time. Cousin Brucie's still alive and kicking, keeping the tradition alive. And Jennifer Grey had something done to her schnoz. I don't know what it was, some kind of a nose operation, right? Uh, what? 
that did not go well. But yours truly, Curtis Lee, we're going to keep their memories alive. Whether you yourself used to go up Route 17 on the short line bus or drive up there, whether it was to the Irish shops or the Jewish Himalayas, that was a part of our life going up. And hey, for many of you, so was Dirty Dancing. Wow. Turns out that 50 Cent, a.k.a. Curtis Jackson, who culturally appropriated my name, by the way. I was Curtis before he was Curtis. I was birthed first. He of Southeast Queens, who went on to become a decadent, debaucherous rapper, but we know got shot by Ja Rule and his crew nine times outside of the Rochdale co-ops when he was slinging mad crack, mad crack, and they were battling over the crack cocaine trade. Nobody will acknowledge it, but let's face it, everybody knows it. So that's tough guy, right? Musclehead, musclehead. And now, who do we have? Beyonce. Not known as tough. Thunder thighs. Always the hair is glowing as if some uh, attache has a fan behind her wherever she goes. But now we learn the other day on the Bethfist Club, the Bethfist Club, that in fact, 50 Cent said that Beyonce came at him. And she brought everything to him from the Fifth Ward to Houston because she was born and raised in Houston. In order to defend her hubby, Jay-Z, Marcy Projects, who was hiding behind her thunder thighs. Oh, my God. Jay-Z, say it ain't so. You had your woman go out and fight your battle with 50 Cent, a.k.a. Curtis Jackson. You didn't put your paws up and go around with Curtis Jackson. It was Beyonce, Beyonce who had to do your, your manly duty. I mean, I would have been embarrassed by that story. You imagine that on the Bethfist Club, Curtis Jackson, a.k.a. 50 Cent, basically said, you had no huevos, you had no culiones. You lost your manhood because you were hiding behind your lady, Beyonce Thunderthighs. Boy, now, knowing that George Foreman came out of the Fifth Ward, too, yeah, I know, most of you know George Foreman as the guy with the grill. That's where he's made his millions, and as a holy roller there. But in Fifth Ward, George Foreman knew how to put his dukes up. He went away to job jail, learned how to box, ended up going and represented the United States in the Olympic Games, won a gold medal as a heavyweight. Everybody loved George Foreman. And then after that, everybody hated George Foreman because he became the heel. And Muhammad Ali was the hero. And you know what happened in Zaire, right? He punched himself out as Muhammad Ali did the rope-a-dope. And the fifth ward man from Houston hit that canvas. But I would have paid anything to see Thunder Thighs, Beyonce take on 50 Cent, 50 Cent, Curtis Jackson, who was shocked that J.C. would not man up and hid behind Thunder Thighs. Beyonce, say it ain't so, J.C., the Hover man, say it ain't so. Well, 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 the most decadent, debaucherous nation in the world. Ah, there are a few that would give Thailand a run for its money. But when you think Bangkok... Man, you think Thailand. I mean, everything is off the hook in Bangkok. Whatever goes on in Bangkok stays in Bangkok. But the health minister of Thailand has just issued an edict, a memorandum, 
that those pot-smoking tourists will not be welcome. No marijuana, no pot is going to be allowed in Thailand. Now, I'm thinking to myself, long ago in the 60s, there came along something called a Thai stick. Thai stick was stuffed with marijuana. Before there were blunts, there were Thai sticks, and it was put into bamboo. And then they would smoke it through the bamboo tube. It was called a Thai stick. That was unique to Thailand. Now, could this be an attempt on behalf of the health minister to make sure tourists aren't bringing in their own nickel and dime bags and that they have to buy Thai sticks? I think so. As you know, Bangkok is so freaky deaky. Remember the TV program that featured David Carradine? Kung Fu, remember, he was grasshopper, very quiet. He just played his uh, piccolo from time to time and traveled the West. Well, he was freaky deaky. Most people were freaky deaky. They'll go to Cambodia and Laos to stay out of sight, out of mind, particularly the pedophiles, Cambodia. But boy, if you want to go the whole nine yards, you go to Bangkok. So David Carradine was known to be freaky deaky in terms of sexually what he liked. One day, in a five-star, top-shelf tourist hotel in Bangkok, they found David Carradine upside down like a bat in a closet, hermetically sealed with cellophane. And apparently he had asphyxiated himself in some kind of psychosexual sexual act beyond anybody's imagination. Dead, weren't they? And that's what a lot of people do when they go to Bangkok. They get totally freaky-deaky. First off, underage girls, underage boys. It's uh, pedophile heaven. And the pedophiles know that. So I can't imagine in a place that is so decadent and so debaucherous, where even the tourists probably for the right price can have sex with the elephants that are like a religious symbol there of the king of Thailand. For the right price, anything goes in Thailand, especially Bangkok. I can't imagine you're going to get arrested for having a nickel or dime bag of your own marijuana. But I believe this is just an attempt to control the marijuana that you buy, even though it may be legal for recreational use in your country of origin or for medical use. In Thailand, the health minister said, if it ain't our reefer, then you may go to jail. And I think the only way you can get rid of this is to buy the old-fashioned Thai steaks, which have really gone out of fashion. They are passe composé. All right, Anthony, uh, which baseball team do you prefer, Yankees or Mets? I prefer the Yankees, Dad. And I prefer the Yankees. The, uh, The Yankees are the greatest baseball team since the 20s, you know? I know. But I'm telling you, of late, with Aaron Boone as their manager, they're never going to get into the World Series. But let's talk about Stephen A. Smith. Yes. Stephen A. Smith from Southeast Queens. Mm-hmm. Rose through the ranks, was a sports writer for years. Then he was on and off at ESPN Radio. Right. And then he made it big on ESPN TV because he got a mouth. Oh. Now, being correct... It's not necessarily a trait of Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, that's not really his trait at all. No, he's just a dollar a holler. He likes to holler. 
Yeah, like, woo! And he was talking about how bad the Yankees are now, and he's right. Yeah, Except he conjured up Hank Steinbrenner. That's an oof. How, Steinbrenner? How? One of those brothers has been dead for a while. Oof. And he said, oh, you know, the owner and operator of the Mets, Stephen Cohn, is like the new modern-day George Steinbrenner, who oh. no, no longer is alive. Well, yes. Well, Stephen A. Smith, I agree with you that Steve Cohen, owner of the Mets, is a modern-day George Steinbrenner because George Steinbrenner got thrown out of baseball for making illegal campaign contributions to Richard Nixon. And then all of a sudden, against David Winfield, brought in Howie the Horse Spearer to undo his foundation and his philanthropic work and he was banned from baseball twice. Steve Cohen should be thrown out of baseball for insider trading information. He should be in jail. Yes, he should. That's right. That's right. Hashtag but on that. Stephen A. Smith said he's got relatives still up on Webster Avenue in the Bronx. I believe him on that. Okay, I believe him on that. But I don't think he's been up to Yankee Stadium in a month of Sundays. Yeah, because he's skipping out on it. Yeah, and plus... I mean, Stephen A. Smith, why would you want to go to the new Yankee Stadium, the house of A-Royd and Jeter? Yeah, go to the old one. That's right. classic. Right, because the new one's nothing but a mall. The old one house that Ruth built. That's right. The that was the stadium. more classic when he was there. Although I got to give props to the Mets, Stephen A. Smith. They got a better stadium than the Yankees at City Field, which is ten times better than what Shea used to be. Oh, yeah, City Field. It's like the DreamWorks of the Mets. But Stephen A. Smith, you make a lot of moolah moolah. He's going to write his book now. But I got to tell you, I knew you over at WABC because we all used to share space. In the old place, Two Penn Plaza, 17th floor, you remember, you used I to remember. walk around there. Oh, yes. You had WABC AM. Right. You had WPLJ FM. Also good. You had Radio Disney AM. Okay, no, not... And you had ESPN Radio AM all under the same roof, all owned by Disney at that time. Wow. And Stephen A. Smith did his program side-by-side side with us at WABC. So, look, right. I understand Stephen A. Smith. The facts have never stood in the way of your dollar-for-holler rants. But I agree with you on the Yankees. Yeah. In fact, they're never going to win a World Series as long as Aaron Boone is their manager. Never, 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 never. I think they should get a new manager just to rose him more up. But then again, with that inside trader information crook, mm -hmm. not quite Bernie Madoff, not quite the Will Ponzi's, but with Stephen Cohen, the Mets, will never win a World Series either. You got that, Stephen Cohen? Never. Check that out. Boom. Stephen A. Smith, and I don't get a dollar a holler like you at ESPN. Yeah. It's yeah. a courtesy with Super Sports Spectacular. <laughs>